welcome to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Reese, and today we're going to be having a look at another one of our big picture episodes. It's going to be an analysis of the Irish general election. So the Republic of Ireland, they went to the polls on Saturday the 8th of February. Uh, first day of counting was Sunday the 9th, and today, mind the 10th, they are still still going on their counting. And, um, well, the election has thrown up uh, an interesting scenario. Because for the first time in, well, really in, in Irish political history, we have a three-party system going on. Um, since the establishment of the Irish Free State, and um, if you want to cut it off at the formation of the Irish Republic, um, you can do that as well. But since either of those points, the two main parties have been Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil, um, both of which are centre-right parties. One's a liberal conservative, one's a more social conservative. Um, both standing in, in roughly the same uh, same areas of, of the spectrum. Uh, ironically, they both actually formed from uh, from Sinn Féin in nineteen in the 1920s, when Ireland was first forming its political system. Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil both uh, forming out of Sinn Féin, pro-treaty and anti-treaty uh, groups. But now their main opposition in this election is going to be Sinn Féin, because they have risen to become, well really to force it into a third party system. Um, Sinn Féin for, well, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil have been the only majority parties in government for the entirety of the existence of the Irish Free State and the Irish Republic. So this is really pushing into brand new territory for Ireland, with a, a third party genuinely challenging for, for dominance across first preference votes, and, um, well, and in terms of seats as well. I should just point out before we start, um, Ireland operates on a slightly different uh, well, election system to Britain. They use a, a proportional list system, uh, not a list system, um, a ranked choice system, sorry. So they still have constituencies, but there are multiple members returned from each constituency. Uh, and when you go to vote, you rank one through however many uh, numbers you want to rank the candidates through. And if your first choice candidate doesn't get in, then uh, your votes are realigned uh, to your second preference candidate and so on and so on. Um, and, uh, well, there have been some quite um, well astonishing results coming out of Ireland. So at the moment, as I speak, there are 136 seats filled out of 160. Um, so 160 make up the entirety of the Irish, the Doyle Aran, um, which is their parliament. 136 have been filled so far. At the moment, the seat tallies are looking like this. Sinn Féin in the lead with 37 seats. Fine Gael have 30 seats. Uh, Fine Gael currently the majority party in um, in a, a confidence and supply government led by the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar. Um, Fianna Fáil on 28 seats right now. They are the minority party in the confidence and supply deal. Um, then you have to go down quite a way. There are 16 independents, so technically they they count as one one grouping. But the next party are the Green Party on 10 seats. Then you have the Solidarity Party, People Before Profit, they're on five. The Irish Labour Party are on four. The Social Democrats on four as well. And um, there is one other party, the name escapes me, uh, Iontu. It's, I, I'm murdering that Irish name, I apologise, but they are currently on one seat. And the Speaker has automatic re-election, so they are also in. So those are the 30, uh, 136 out of 160 seats filled. But let's just take a step back. And um, well, we'll have a look at uh, what happened in the weeks beforehand, because for the first time in Irish history, this is a proper three-party uh, 
election, so there was a proper three-party leadership debate uh, between the leader of Fine Gael, Leo Varadka, the leader of Fianna Fáil, who is Michael Martin, and the leader or president of Sinn Féin, who is Mary Lou Macdonald. Um, she's only been in the job for, I think, a couple of, of years after the stepping down of, of Jerry Adams. But uh, really, Sinn Féin growing in, in popular support. They've put forward quite a, a popular manifesto. Um, a lot of their, their policies, you could equate them quite nicely to the the Corbyn manifesto in, in Britain, uh, in the last general election 2019, except what they've done noticeably is uh, what, what Corbyn failed to do was promise his policies over a long period of time. He went for them all, all in one go. Um, maybe they were individually popular, but having them as a bundle made people sort of balk at the, the sight of, well, everything's happening at once. Um, Sinn Féin have sort of staggered their, their policy release. They they are going in incremental steps. They have their own government this time. Um, some of their legislative agenda would be put through, uh, and they are holding back on some of their their more, more radical change. And they noticeably seem to have swept a lot of the youth votes along with them. Uh, so Sinn Féin appealing to a new generation possibly something that uh, Fine Gael and Fianna Foyle have, have failed to do as they've been in, in government, in and out of government, for, well, the entirety of Ireland's existence. Um, so the Irish general election has thrown up some new challenges, uh, really. Previously, Fine Gael and Fianna Foyle have always had to either look, for, look to each other or look to put together sort of a rainbow coalition or uh, other sort of deal between small parties of many different persuasions and Fine Gael and their, when they won, well, when they topped the poll in the 2016, uh, sorry, 2011 general election, they looked to the Irish Labour Party and some independents in order to make up their majority, um, whereas after 2016 they had to go into a a grand coalition or a grand conference supply deal with the other major party, Fianna Fáil. Um, and there have always been coalitions because it is a more proportional system. Ireland sort of works off this coalition or conference and supply system. Um, and it seems to be working fairly well. But uh, for the first time, people really have to entertain the prospect of having Sinn Féin as a partner in government. And, well, both Leo Varadkar and Michael Martin, uh, or Mikhail Martin, um, were well fairly adamant uh, before the election. Uh, I think I remember them. They have both, um, <coughs> sorry, they they both said that they would not be forming a government with uh, with Sinn Fein, which has put them in a slightly difficult position because at the moment Sinn Fein are they going to be holding the balance of power? Um, the current sort of exit polls put. Um, well, Fina, Fina Fáil and Fina Gale are expecting to have a slight rise. They're expecting Fina Fáil to end on about 45 seats. Fina Gale, 36. Sinn Féin are expected to sort of stay where they are on 37. Um, and everyone else pretty much staying where they are with relation to those other seats. So that would put Sinn Féin actually as the second largest party behind Fina Fáil. Um, so it's really sort of a, a make or break decision as to whether to go with Sinn Féin or not. Because if they don't go with Sinn Féin, well, they could put together a progressive left coalition uh, with people like the Labour Party, 
now the solidarity solidarity people before profit uh, perhaps the social democrats as well and the green party now and then you could be starting to rival the actual votes in the Doyle compared to who would be the government party uh, whether that's Fianna Fáil or the current government led by Fianna Gael um, whatever happens it's going to be quite um, it's going to be quite interesting Mikhail Martin has actually um, responded to the exit poll reports that say his party will be the largest uh, he's, he said it's early days and he respects the, the will of the people um, but he's actually made a, a comment which could put a Sinn Féin coalition at risk he said that when forming a government, the most important thing is compatibility in the programme of government. And over the course of the election campaign, both Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil being centre-right parties, they have, well, they've disavowed many areas of Sinn Féin policy as uh, too high spending, too high taxes, uh, you name a, a criticism that the right makes of a left policy, and they've probably made it towards Sinn Féin's policy because they are running quite a left-wing populist campaign um, and it's clearly worked for them but it has put um, well Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil in a difficult position running uh, running towards this coalition deal which they may or may not have to sign um, and it will be interesting to see over the next few weeks um, as these coalition deals come out in the wash where the Fianna Fáil do top the poll, well they have to turn to Sinn Féin in order to keep Fine Gael out of government and to uh, to keep um, Sinn Féin out of government as well. It would be very interesting to see how different political ideologies become tested uh, on the grounds of political practicality. At the moment the accepted idea is that it would probably in the long run not be great for Sinn Féin to go into government. Um, it's quite easy for a party to gain momentum, win an election and then be crushed when they go into government. We've seen it across the world in many places. Um, at the moment it's a struggle that may well be dogging um, Emmanuel Macron in France with his movement à la République en marche, uh, a very swift populist win in the early, uh, well in the 2017 general election it was. Um, may well see him actually ousted in 2022 when the uh, five-year term is up uh, because he, he came too fast and wasn't able to actually build up the networks of power that allow you to do more when you do go into office. So it will be interesting to see if Sinn Féin do accept positions in any new government. Uh, Mary Lou MacDonald, the president of Sinn Féin, has said um, it may well be likely, uh, she's actually said, I may well be the next T-shirt when that's uh, Prime Minister of Ireland um, and uh, her party's vice president that's uh, Michelle O'Neill she's the leader in uh, in Westminster uh, not in Westminster I don't sit in Westminster she's the leader in Stormont which is a Northern Ireland assembly now she said Sinn Féin would have asks in terms of the Republican project uh, and that is of course uh, in line very much with Sinn Féin's calls for the next government to prepare for Irish unity Sinn Féin are an all-Ireland party. They are one of the very few all-Ireland parties. Um, and one interesting point I would like to raise, if Sinn Féin do end up forming a government in the Republic of Ireland, this would mean that there is a United Ireland party in government in the South, 
and that more nationalist MPs were sent to Westminster or were voted in to constituencies in the Westminster general election than unionist MPs in the north. So for the first time, really, we'd be seeing a shift, a real political shift towards a potential united Ireland, and we could finally see that border poll. Um, Sinn Féin's radical agenda for change really pushing away some of the old loyalties to Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. Uh, Fine Gael actually have been sort of embroiled in sort of issues that have been, been dogging them for a number of years, sort of housing, uh, rent price rises, homelessness, um, although their, their stewardship of the economy seems to have been all right because the country is forecast to have one of the fastest growing economies in the EU in 2020. Um, so it will be very, very interesting to see if Leo Varadkar, uh, the, it looks like may well be outgoing Taoiseach of Ireland, uh, can keep hold of his post. He has fairly good popularity ratings, as far as I can, can tell. He has made a lot of this issue, a lot of this election, sorry, on the issue of Brexit, because he sees he, he has probably played quite a good hand in the Brexit negotiations, and many people may well think that. However, it's barely registered on the electoral Richter scale in Ireland. There's not really much going on with, with the Irish potentially caring about how their government views Brexit. They're, they're within the European Union. The European Union has made it clear they are looking after Ireland. So it doesn't particularly matter which government is in the uh, power, is in power in Republic of Ireland, because as long as they represent Ireland's interests, um, the EU will, will take care of the rest. Um, well, there is a lot of time left to go. Uh, I'm just going to flick back onto the, the results page. There may well be some other seats coming in. No, still on 136 out of 160 seats filled. Um, whatever happens, watch this space in Ireland. We could see some interesting political changes. Um, just to say one last thing on Sinn Féin's national popularity now. There are 39 areas, or 39 multi-member constituencies, essentially. Um, in 30 of them, Sinn Féin topped the first preferences. Um, Sinn Féin won the first preferences. Uh, so the most, most people put Sinn Féin as their number one, or a plurality of people put Sinn Féin as their number one. So it didn't quite get over 50%, well, it didn't get anywhere near 50%. They actually got 24.5% of first preferences compared to Fianna Fáil's 222 and Fine Gael's 20.9% of first preferences. Um, but that share of the votes risen by 10.7%, and of course, winning those first preferences in 30 out of 39 counties across Ireland is phenomenal. They even managed to come top of the first preferences in Leo Varadkar's area. That's the Taoiseach of Ireland coming second in his own constituency. He will still retain a seat because of the preferential voting. Uh, he will come through on the second preferences because there are multiple members elected from each constituency. But we are seeing something of a Sinn Féin political storm in Ireland. Uh, it will be interesting to see how that plays out in the next few weeks. Well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed. And uh, there will probably be another episode once we find out what happens with the, uh, with the, North, with the Republic of Ireland, sorry, with their government, who is going to be the next Taoiseach, how is the next government going to look, um, but until the next episode, thank you very much for listening. See you soon, and goodbye.